As shift workers, one of the biggest struggles that we have is planning and organising anything at all, isn't it? We're always having to make social sacrifices, we miss our own training, we can't food prep, we just don't have time. Or do we? We suffer from decision fatigue. In today's episode, I'm going to give you strategies to work with and not against your upcoming week. Shift work can be brutal, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to a healthy shift. My name is Roger Sutherland, certified nutritionist, veteran law enforcement officer, and 24-7 shift worker for almost four decades. Through this podcast, I aim to educate shift workers using evidence-based methods to not only survive the rigors of shift work, but thrive. My goal is to empower shift workers to improve their health and well-being so they have more energy to do the things they love. Enjoy today's show. And welcome to today's episode of the show. Strategies to be more organised in shift work. Organised around shift work. (laughs) It does sound like an oxymoron, doesn't it? But you've all heard the expression, failure to plan is planning to fail. And this is so very true. The most feedback I get from clients initially and my DM messages, is the inability to be organized. I just can't get organized. Whenever I put a question box up on my Insta story, I always get how to be more organized. But when I ask people, what do you do to help yourself? They don't do anything. They just go with the flow. And this is the problem that a lot of people have, just going with the flow. We put ridiculous expectations on ourselves and then we give up when we miss one thing and think, oh, I'll just start again next week. And then next week, the same thing happens again and you just think of yourself as a complete failure. How familiar is this? Now, first of all, I just want to be clear on one thing. If you're sitting there and you're waiting for motivation, it's not coming for these things. You are motivated. You're already motivated. It's just not that what you want to be motivated for is a priority for you. So if you want to be motivated, then you have to make these things a priority. And the only way you can do that is by taking small steps in that direction. And taking action precedes motivation. Now, you've got to take the step. And once you start taking little steps, you gain more and more and more momentum. Because the biggest problem that I see with majority of shift workers in particular is people decide, I'm going to start on Monday. And they put so much into place to start on Monday that it's a total change to their life and it becomes completely overwhelming. And then you give up. And then you say, I'll start again next Monday. And how familiar is that? And this is the problem. I beg you, when you try to make a change, just make a little change and nail that. And then the following week or the week after, make another little change. Now, this is how I work with my clients. Just put a little thing in place and nail it. Now, decision fatigue is a thing. It's well-researched. We process absolutely millions of thoughts daily 
and we can't possibly process them all properly. So the key is to take some of the thought processes out of it and have a plan that you auto fall back on. And the more that we have these plans in place, then the easier it becomes for us. And you'll notice that successful people time block and work to a plan. And that's a fact. They do. They don't just wing it because winging it sets you up for failure. Now, it's also enormously beneficial, particularly for us as shift workers, to have an, if this happens, I will plan. This also takes mental strain and frustration away. Now, I'll give you an example of that. An example of that is, we're going to go and work day shift, then we're going to go to the gym, then we're going to come home and cook, and, and then we're going to blah, blah, blah. But what happens is we go to work on that day shift and we get caught up in overtime and for a few hours and there's no time left to go to the gym. So we absolutely crack it. We get upset with what we're doing for job. We get upset with everything around us. We take it out on everybody. And what we do then is we just go home, flop on the couch, smash a packet of Doritos and, and watch Netflix. And where does that get us? More frustration. So if you put a, if this happens, I will do this in place, then you've got a, a plan and you've taken the decision out of it. So when you go to work on day shift, you just put a plan in place. Hey, if I get overtime today, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to come home and I'm just going to put my runners on and I'm just going to go for a walk around the block five times, or I'm going to take myself for a 30 minute walk. Instead of doing nothing, you've done something and you've taken a step in the right direction. So remember that if this happens, I will is a fantastic plan to have because when that does happen, you will do what you've put into place because you've taken the decision making completely out of it. Now, here are my golden strategies to taking some sort of action, right? In relation to organizing yourself and making a plan. Now, the number one is, and this is essential. It's to stay in sync with the biological day and night. Now, I'm not talking about when you're actually on full night shift here. I'm just talking about when you're on days, when you're on afternoons, whatever you're doing. Stay in sync with the biological day and night. This keeps your circadian rhythm in sync with your uh, the biological day and night, and you will just feel so much better. And I'm I'm telling you now, you will feel so much better the more in sync you are. So getting up early and going to bed early is always a bonus. If you're on an afternoon shift, get home and prioritize getting to bed, but still get up early the next day and get on with the day. This creates a motivation to do that and you will find that you'll be feeling a lot better because your body is not fighting against the circadian rhythm. So this means get up, and get going. And when you do that, you will biologically feel more motivated to do things. Now, the other strategy, and one of my main strategies that I work with, particularly around clients, is get yourself a whiteboard and put a whiteboard somewhere where you can see it. And when you get your roster, plan out your roster for the next seven days and put it on to that whiteboard and block out that time. That's when you're going to be at work. So put your roster on it. Then 
What are little Johnny's activities? Or what activities do you have to go to? What do you have to do? So put those on it as well. And then around that, block out particular days that you can actually actually exercise. And block out time that you can meal prep. The future you will thank you for actually cashing in on that time, making it productive and actually doing it. If you've got it laid out, I beg you to make it realistic. Don't make it something that's ridiculous that there's no way known can you stick to. Make it realistic. I would much rather that you set three days to exercise and nail those three days than to try and nail five days, fail and feel like a complete failure, even though you've done the same three. All right. So that's the whiteboard. Think about that and be realistic with what you actually put on the whiteboard. Now, the other thing around meal prepping. Oh, I've got no time for meal prepping. You heard when I did my interview with Angela Borges. Now, Angela gave us some great strategies around that. One of them is on one day while you're at work, make yourself a list. Research your recipes and make yourself a list. 15 minutes maximum. That's all it takes. Done. On the next day, on your way home from work, shop for that list. Get to the list and shop for it. Collect it. You can get in and out of the shop very quickly because you're a shift worker. And once you've done that, just take it home. And then for your rest day, for your next day, you can then spend an hour or so just meal prepping up what you've decided that you're going to have. And that will help you enormously. Now, movement. Be realistic around your movement. Three days is better than none. Don't set five because it's unrealistic. Set three. If you can do five because you've got a week off, awesome. But don't set five when it's just no way can you possibly do that because you will feel like a failure. Now, I did a podcast on best bang for buck exercises. And as you know, walking is one of the most beneficial exercises that we can do. So just do that. You will feel so much better doing it and do it. Just walk. Remember, if you can't get to the gym because you got overtime, that doesn't mean we don't do anything. What we do is we go home, we put the runners on, we go for a walk, and we can walk for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Remember, it's all about energy balance. So, and not only that, but it's for our mental health. It's about walking. It's about being vertical. It's about forward momentum. Research shows that this is enormously beneficial for our mental health. And as a shift worker, frontline health, whatever you're, whatever you're doing, remember that by being vertical and in forward motion, out in the air, walking will improve your mental health and have you feeling better. Hydration. Hydration's important. And a strategy to put in place is literally carry a water bottle. If you carry a water bottle, have you ever noticed how much more you drink when you carry it around or it's sitting right in front of you as against when you haven't got it with you? This is really, really important. So just carry a water bottle. To get fruit into your diet, put a fruit bowl on your kitchen bench. Fruit is enormously beneficial. It provides micronutrients that helps us feeling really well. Put it on the bench. Put a range of fruits in it or 
cut it up and put it in front of you. You'll eat it. Put it at eye level in the fridge. That way, you'll open the fridge, you'll see the fruit cut up and ready to go for you. And by having fruit on the bench or eating fruit and putting it there, you'll find that you'll go with seasonal, with what's in season. And this is how our gut microbiota survives and thrives, by going seasonal all the time. Now, the other thing is to get more vegetables into our diet, we don't have to have fresh. Frozen vegetables or canned vegetables are equally as good as fresh vegetables at times, sometimes even better. All right? So don't feel, oh, I've got to have fresh, I've got to have fresh, because you can have your frozen, you can have your canned veg, you can add them to salads or to your meals or steam fresh vegetables to put them down, but whatever. If you've got them there, you've got them ready to go, you can add them to any meal. So there's just a few strategies for you to help you to take the decision fatigue out of your organization in the week. Remember, plan it out. If you plan it, you will feel so much better with the plan that you have in place that you can actually work to. It's really important. No plan means failure. At end of the story, because we're already tired. And I've spoken about decision fatigue. If we don't have to make a decision, and it's already made for us, happy days. All right? So that's the episode today. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Don't forget to give the podcast a rating and review. I really am enjoying doing the podcast and I hope they're really helping you. And if you're getting any benefit out of them, please don't forget to share it with your colleagues, share it with your friends, and let's get the word out and about. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you get notified whenever a new episode is released. It would also be ever so helpful if you could leave a rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. If you want to know more about me or work with me, you can go to ahealthyshift.com. I'll catch you on the next one.